Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having real conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are also harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone. This is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful that you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Heather Campbell, and I am thrilled to be with you as the Mill Housing Nation podcast host. We have another amazing spouse with us today. We are going to be talking about the things that you need to think of when you are looking at houses. One of the stressful parts of moving all of the time in this military life is we're constantly changing our housing. Now, there's some things that come into living in base housing or living on post, but if you get the opportunity to live off of your installation, whether you're renting or buying, there are things that we need to know. So we are going to talk to Melissa. She's a veteran spouse. She's absolutely wonderful. But before we get into that, let me go ahead and remind you, if you are listening to this podcast, if you find something that you like, if you love what you're hearing, make sure that you comment and review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with a friend. If you hear some tidbits of information that you think, wow, this was really helpful, make sure that you are sharing it with a friend so that we can continue to create this community and bring value into all of you as our listeners. Also, be sure to connect with us on Mill Housing Network on social media. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also find us at millhousingnetwork.com. Now, back to today's guest, Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Thank you so much for being with me today. Hello. How are you? I'm so excited to be here with you to help with real estate. I know. I am so glad. You know, when we were talking first about having this topic for this episode, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, being new to the podcast, I said, I have somebody actually in mind. Am I, can I bring in somebody? Can I bring in a friend? She's a military spouse. And they were like, that is wonderful. Absolutely. That helps so much. And so one, I'm glad to get to talk with you, but two, glad to bring in your expertise because you know, I'm a registered dietitian. I can tell you all about feeding your family all day, but if you are asking me about real estate things, this is totally out of my wheelhouse. So I am so thankful to have a friend that I know, and I trust the integrity of your character. And I know that you are going to bring in so much value for our listeners today. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited. I've been doing this for a little over three years now. My actual wheelhouse before this was in nursing. And then I got into, as all of, a lot of us do, we, you know, then cater to our spouses when they joined the military. And then, then we had three small children and then became a stay-at-home mom for 10 years and then got back into thinking maybe I should join the workforce again when my littlest got back into kindergarten. I thought, well, maybe let's get back into nursing. But I just had gotten so used to being there with my kids all the time, not missing any of their events. And that's not something I was ready to give up. So I went and looked for something that I could do that could allow me to still have the time with the kids and have that flexibility of schedule, but still also, you know, join the workforce again and do something again to help provide for my family and real estate just kind of fell into place and it filled in spots that, you know, what I loved about nursing was being able to have that connection with families, have that connection with people. And, you know, even though it's not medical anymore, which was very much I mean, close to my heart, I kind of 
was able to delve into it with those things that I enjoyed about nursing. So it's been wonderful. I've been enjoying getting to meet families from all over the, not even nation, but, but world that come in to come live here near Robbins Air Force Base or in get stationed here at Robbins, which is where I'm located, middle Georgia. And it's been wonderful. I love that. I remember, you know, because we've known each other for a number of years. And when I first heard of this transition you were going to make and, and you're stepping into this role and working with this real estate office and sort of dipping your toe in, I think was maybe the intention. And I feel like that dipping of the toe turned into like a cannonball into the deep end. And you had to learn so much so fast. And I remember you telling me just how much you loved it and how you get to help families find this space that they call home. And, you know, that's so dear to my heart as a registered dietitian who specializes in family meals. I love creating spaces around the table, right? Creating opportunities for families to gather and create relationship and build that foundation of their family together. So it's so important to have that space. And so that's what you get to do. And I would love for you to tell me what was some of the biggest things that maybe you didn't know before going into real estate. What did you learn? What was like the biggest shock of just the whole system? You're like, man, this would have been really great to know as a military spouse moving around all the time. Tell me what was the biggest thing? The biggest thing I think was the value of a realtor, to be honest with you. Because, you know, if you're not in real estate, if you don't know anything about it, you're just thinking, okay, I just need to find a house. I'm going to go on Zillow.com, Realtor.com, and just look for a house, call the owner, and that'll be that, you know, we'll write a contract. But when, you know, starting into it and getting, you know, really the background of kind of what it is that a realtor does and what they do for you, just it's invaluable to find that person that you not only, I mean, you could go online and find any realtor all day long, but to find that one that you connect with and that has, you know, really has the same values as you, as far as like, you know, they can, you can relate to them with what you're looking for. They know, they seem like they're knowledgeable with the area. Most important thing is to find a realtor in your area that is knowledgeable in what it is that you're looking for. So my advice is to go to other spouses, like connect with other spouses that are in the area that you're going to, and then get referrals for agents that they have worked with or that people around them have worked with, and then start there. And so, like I was saying, you know, the value of a realtor is so incredible because they're the ones that are the best resource for you when looking for your new home. Absolutely. You know, I feel like you are just speaking my story because we have totally done that. You know, we were in our early 20s, young military family. We're going to buy our first house. And we were very, very tight on the budget because we were a young military family with no money. I think how all of us are in our 20s, you know, doesn't matter your rank. If you're below the age of 30 and you have kids, like we all just don't have any money. <laughs> and we thought that we yeah. were being so grown up and, you know, we, we went to Zillow and there was a lot that we kind of had to learn and different things that came up in the contract and we were buying without a realtor. And so, you know, when different things came up for inspection or different charges on the closing, we had a lot of questions that we were asking of the seller's realtor because we were uneducated. And since then we have used a realtor in another location to purchase a home and the transition and the education and that rapport with that person who understood that we were very far away, that we were coming in, what our values were, what we were looking for in our neighborhood, that made all the difference. And that really eased a lot of our anxiety and gave us a peace 
So it didn't really make sense. You know, we, we bought a house sight unseen. So buying a house sight unseen from 5,000 miles away, you would be very stressed. But having that great realtor that we were working with really helped that whole transition. So I love that you talk about that and that you address that because for those of you who are listeners, it is so important to have a great team when you're entering into these really big decisions. And one of the things that you can do is go to millhousingnetwork.com. You can see that Mill Housing Network is in multiple cities where there are military installations. They are not nationwide and worldwide, yet we are growing. But you can go to millhousingnetwork.com and you can see if we have a network of realtors there that we say, hey, we believe in these offices. We believe in these people. They've showed the character of their integrity or the integrity of their character, excuse me. But it's so important to know because you're right. You can find a realtor anywhere, but finding one that you, you really trust is so important. And before you go house hunting, when you're looking for that realtor, what would be questions that would help our listeners sort of weed through all the, all the different names? And when you're just looking, you know, their names on a screen or names on a paper, how do you decide who the right realtor is for your family to work with? Well, I think maybe... And I know maybe get some background on them, you know, kind of how long they've been working, who they work for, is it a reputable company? Do they specialize in, are they a listing agent? Are they a buyer's agent? Most like me, I'm technically a buyer specialist, but you know, I can sell your home. I can help you purchase the home. I can do anything real estate related in the state of Georgia. But sometimes we have our little niches that we're super excited about or really good at. And so kind of, navigate towards someone that's doing something that you're specifically doing. So I think that'd be a great way. And also, like you said, find some referrals, find people that actually have worked with that agent before and client testimonials. Usually a lot of agents will have client testimonials on their website and then you can read through those and those help a great deal. Yes, that is so important. You know, we can read things that people say about themselves all day, right? I could say, oh, well, I'm really good at feeding families or helping people learn how to feed their family. But, you know, that's me talking about myself. So if someone else comes in and says, hey, you know, Heather's actually not an idiot. She's really good at what she does. That carries a lot more weight when you have that third party. So I love that idea of getting those client testimonials. Now, that's sort of what we do before we're going house hunting, but let's talk about our topic for today, the day of, when you are on that day, when you are going to be going through that preference list that you have put together with your realtor, you found a team member, you're you're going and you're actually looking at houses, whether it be on FaceTime or virtually through your phone or in person with your realtor, what are some of the most important things that you would tell somebody who's maybe doing this for the first time or or doing it has done it before, but things that are different in the market now, what would you tell us for getting ready to look at houses on the day of? Okay. So typically, as you said, we've probably already found our realtor, the person that we're going to work with um, when looking for our new home. They have come up with a showing list that we're going to go through. They made arrangements for us to see every home and have timed everything out. So hopefully we can kind of all get this done in one day. So there are some kind of things to, to think about beforehand, kind of prep before I would think about bringing a snack, bringing a drink to bring along because you probably have these, these um, scheduled back to back, especially if you have kids with you, because I have a lot of clients that come in from out of town that have just a weekend maybe to see all the homes. And of course they have their children with them because they want the children to see the homes too and see if they like them and are comfortable in them. So bring all the snacks, as we know, as mother of all the children. <laughs> There's always going to be a kid that is hungry or is thirsty. And so it's always nice to have that with you. Also have a notepad with you or something to write down because depending on how many homes you're going to see, they can kind of 
blend together and kind of seem like they look the same. And you kind of might not remember what this house looked like or that house looked like, or bits and pieces. You might kind of start putting things together and not remembering exactly what that house looked like. So having a notepad would really help you differentiate the good parts, the pros and cons of each house to help you later on when you're trying to decide on which home to go in. Hopefully your realtor has put together a sheet or um, buyer sheets is what I call them. I kind of like to print those out for my clients so that they can write down notes on that specific house with all the information. So that might be a good question to ask the realtor before you actually go on showings is, hey, do you have maybe printouts for me at each home that we're going to look at so I can you know, keep them in mind and keep track of all of them as we're taking notes? And then pretty much follow your realtor. Your realtor is going to know all the questions, you know, any questions that you have, ask the realtor, they'll be able to answer answer questions that you have or have the resources to find out those answers for you. That is so good. You know, you talking about bringing kids, one brings back, I don't know, like trauma flashbacks, like, oh my gosh, like all the places I had to go with my kids. I had three kids under the age of four at one time. So thinking of taking my kids, that, that's what I automatically go back to, right? So I will add, please bring, because this has happened to me when we bought our first home, I was expecting our first and I had a pregnant woman's bladder and I had to go to the restroom and there was no toilet paper. So maybe bring a little potty kit with some toilet paper and hand sanitizer because not every home is stocked. And if you're bringing your kids, maybe bring some poopery because my children would not think twice about, you know, just saying, mommy, I have to go. And that would be That's the time. mortifying. I would be so embarrassed, you know, being in this, this, somebody's beautiful home that they're selling and my kid has to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I love that. Bringing the snacks, being prepared, you know, finding ways to entertain the kids along the way. And now what about also, I I've seen a lot. I love to watch, you know, house hunting shows as a lot of us do. And my husband and I talk back to the TV because we get these people who go through and say, Oh, you know, I didn't really love the color of that dining room or, well, you know, that one didn't have the nice countertops. What would you say to people who are focused on cosmetic issues, things like paint, maybe cupboard color, wall color, Minor things like that in my mind, as somebody who's flipped a house, minor things that can be changed. How would you encourage people to sort of look at the potential of a home instead of just how it is turnkey? Well, and today is definitely a seller's market. So cosmetic things are on the bottom of the list if you're really trying to get into a home, to be honest with you. So things like that, cosmetic things like paint, if there's little like nicks in the wall or something that can be easily fixed, those things I would probably not worry about because in this seller's market, if you are looking for a resale, you're probably going to be up against a lot of competition with other buyers that are just in the same boat as you that are looking for that same home that you're going to be competing with to get this home. There are a lot of things that you're going to have to think about as far as putting the contract together with your realtor. And cosmetic things are probably going to be the last thing you're going to worry about if you're going to want to worry about it at all. Because most of the times in our contracts that we're putting together, we're not asking for anything from sellers. I hate to say that for buyers, but you know, if you are working with a realtor who knows what they're doing, they're going to know how to piece together your contract that you're comfortable with, but also make it pleasing to the seller or want them to go with yours, make your offer stick out in front of others. So yes, cosmetic things might not be the thing to look at in this market, at least. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This market is so crazy. We are currently living on our installation in base housing. So we have not purchased since pre-pandemic, which was a pretty even market. So, you know, we've had friends moving. We have lots of people. We're, we're renting out a home at a prior installation. And we see just how crazy it is for the rental market. We're lucky because we're on post right now, but I know that that might not be the case the next time we move. So these are such good things to keep in mind, both looking at buying and then also, you know, for people who are looking for renters, how do you, what, what cosmetic things can we sort of overlook or how can we put, you know, peelable wallpaper up or, or those kinds of things to make it more like home, but not get down to that nitty gritty of expecting it to be perfect on that first house or that first move. One more question for you. This is something I experienced when we were a young family. We were fresh out of college and graduate school and, and purchasing our first home and we were growing our family, you know, young married couple. And we didn't have savings at the time that we could put a large down payment. We were using VA financing, which many, many military families and veteran families do. Do you have any recommendations for families who are just starting out buying that first home using this VA financing? that can help them feel confident in the way that they're putting forward their contract? Do you, you know, I've heard of maybe writing a letter to the sellers or, or different things like that. What would you recommend to families who still want to enter into this market as a seller's market? They want to go in as a buyer, but might be limited on some of those resources. Absolutely. I think the number one thing would be to find a local lender in your area. This is another thing I didn't know when going into finding a home or purchasing our first home, actually. I didn't realize the value of having a local lender. Finding a local lender is going to be of great value to you because they'll be able to help you put all those financial pieces together to get you in the best spot into purchasing your home. Also, another great thing about having working with a local lender is that's something that sellers are going to be looking for. They have maybe 10 offers that they're looking at and they have they're fine too, that they really like. One has a local lender and one has maybe a lender they don't know, or if it's not a local lender, they're going to go with a local lender because they're going to know that that lender is going to be very easy to get into contact with. Should there be any issues that arise during the transaction, it's more comfort to them to know that they're working with someone that they can call. You know, they have an actual direct number too. So that's something to keep in mind. I had no idea. Well, thank you so much, Melissa, for being here today and for speaking into this topic and helping us as military and veteran families thinking about entering into this crazy housing market. What can we prepare for? How can we choose our real estate agent, our realtor? How can we prepare for the day of looking through homes? I so appreciate all the value that you've offered. And wow, that fact about the local lender, I had no idea. You know, I typically, we've gone with with big national lenders because we've been in a different location from the place that we're buying. And so that is such great feedback to know, especially in this market. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I want to know for all of our listeners who maybe are relocating to the Warner Robins area, how can they connect with you? How can they find you and get information to work with you? Absolutely. I'm here in Warner Robins, Georgia. I work with Golden Key Realty. My phone number is 478-390-2233. And you can reach me at melissa at thehallerteam.com. That's thehaller, T-H-E-H-A-L-L-E-R, team, T-E-A-M.com. Wonderful. And I will make sure that we put that in our show notes today as well, so that anybody who is maybe listening while they're driving with kids screaming in the car, which is not at all how I normally listen to podcasts, that um, they will be able to find that information for you. 
Again, listeners, if you liked this episode, if you heard something that you love, make sure to comment, review, and share it with a friend. You can connect with us on social media at Mill Housing Network. You can find us at millhousingnetwork.com. And you can find me, Heather Campbell, on Instagram under Glory Nutrition or on Facebook under Glory Nutrition. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. Mill Housing Nation is where you always have a community no matter where you are stationed.